You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona. With me always are my good friends, Jay from the hills of Texas. And AK Mike, back in Texas. <laughs> yeah, you had a uh, good trip home, I take oh, it. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, well, that's good news. We miss you already. It was fun having you here. Well, we appreciate well, it. Well, I'll say I miss you too because the weather hasn't been that great since I left. <laughs> Well, the weather here uh, has been a little rainy, but mostly sunny and very cool, unseasonably cool. It was uh, 73 degrees the other day. We didn't know what to do with it. Wow. <laughs> I feel bad for you. What about you, Jay? Norm- normally, it's in the 100. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm always feeling bad for AZ Mike, living in the desert, uh-huh. sure you toughing are. it out. Right. I am toughing it out. What are you talking about? Yeah, well, I'm just surprised you don't get, like, uh, air conditioner disease or something like that. Or but he, could be <laughs> air a, conditioner he could be in disease. Hawaii. I mean... Think about it. Yeah, he goes That's to some true. really sucky places. Uh, I think every day, mm-hmm. boy, yeah, Mike's well, toughing it I out. Know. I get no sympathy. Yeah, I'm in Kona today. Uh-uh. Uh, exactly right. I, I tripped on a macadamia nut. A macadamia nut came out of the sky, came out of the trees, and hit me in the head. Oh, they're all over the place. I was mad it wasn't covered in chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> but it still tasted good. It was still good. <laughs> <laughs> Had a little salty flavor to it, sea salt. There you go. Well, uh, let's see. Mike, first question out of the box. You've been home. Uh, have you got to fly the fun racer? No. What? The weather's been terrible. What? The weather's been terrible. It's been raining. Okay. Just because there's been a few tornadoes up there in Dallas area. <laughs> yeah. I don't. You, you big wimp. It's been nasty. What a complainer. You big You would have been flying out in, in Alaska. You would have been flying in weather like that. No, I would not have. <laughs> <laughs> I may have flew what was cold and yeah. not windy. I may have done that. Uh, I may have gone but flying not, later not at tornadoes. night when the sun was going down at 9 or 10 o'clock in the summer when it was still 70 degrees out. I may have done that, or maybe even 50. I would have done that because I could wear a coat and gloves. But the wind, I, ah, it just there there's go. a lot more wind here than, than there, really. Well, wind makes you a better pilot, I think. No question I'm going to be a good pilot when I'm done living here. Yes, I agree. So, Well, well that's kind of a bummer. We uh, had our last uh, two podcasts, actually. We were talking about your uh, fun racer. And uh, I think uh, two episodes ago it, uh, it came out. So if you haven't uh, had a chance to listen to it or you're just now catching up with us, make sure you jump on our Park Flyer Podcast listeners group page you're not a member just send us a note and uh, we'll uh, help you join and then uh, comment on mike's airplane we uh we have a few comments on there already and we sure appreciate it we're looking to see what uh what everyone thinks so so but, you but, so you but, happen to have gotten a, a little gift in between that I time did. so uh yeah, why don't you elaborate sure a little did. bit on that well the good news is we uh you know talked about mike's uh little um you know, fundraiser that showed he brought out. And right after he left, um, you know, we had our birthday. So right after he left, uh, I got a big box in the mail, and Mike's gift to me was a fundraiser. So it was pretty exciting because now I have one, right? I pulled it out of the box. And, and it was the day he left, right? Uh, 
No, it was a couple days later. Are you sure? Because I could have sworn like you dropped his yeah. his butt off at the airport, drove back home, and it was sitting there when you got back. It might have been like the that. next day. I think it was the next oh, okay. day because he was already home, I think. Or maybe I... Meh. I was already home when maybe you told I, me, but... but it, yeah, so you were already home. It was the next day, I think. Now, now the whole... You, yeah, I think so, too. Mike, you gifting Mike... Almost got, was almost got uh, discombobulated or whatever. There was a monkey wrench thrown in it because you were trying to plan a surprise. And of course, Mike, AZ Mike being a plus AA person, you know, and kind of a <laughs> spontaneous guy and uh, uh-huh. uh, uh, one of those shoppers that you know those companies just love. Uh, almost got him in trouble or, or messed up your your whole surprise. What what, what all happened with that? So um, Mike uh, and I. We're taken out to dinner by his wife. And that's true. And uh, we were sitting there chatting a little bit. And he was telling me about um, how he was on the podcast or was working on something. I can't remember what, why he was on the computer, but he had queued up some stuff in his cart, but he didn't say what it was. And so I was like, oh, okay, cool. And so um, we were talking at dinner and about certain things and his <laughs> wife mentioned something about mm. him buying stuff we got to talking about rc stuff i don't know why and uh yeah go figure yeah, I mean, yeah, that doesn't make any sense really uh, you guys have nothing in common <laughs> it was it was it was our birthday dinner we were talking Except for about the birthday yeah i mean yeah. and RC so stuff. um mike said oh yeah you know in fact i had the park i had the um fundraiser in my cart that's what i've been talking about I said, you had the fundraiser in your cart? He goes, yeah. I think when I get home, uh, uh, I think Arlie, you know, Arlie, she's fine with it. So I'm going to go ahead and fire fire away. I said, well, don't. You shouldn't do that. He goes, what do you mean? I said, well. <laughs> that plane it's, sucks. <laughs> it's not a really good idea yeah. is all. I just don't think you should do that. And he's like, no, I'm just going to. It's just it's right in my cart. It's ready to go. I'm just going to hit buy. And I was like, no, don't. I was like, I had to be really firm with him. And he goes, what, you gave me one? <laughs> he was so cryptic. Oh, uh, I wouldn't do that. He said, "I was like, yeah, don't do." I that. was like, and I'm all like, I tried what the to heck? I did everything I could do to get him to, you know, go another course. But he was already committed, really, in his <laughs> mind. He just hadn't pressed the button. Uh, Luckily for me, because I had pressed the button uh, before we left for dinner. In fact, I I, I was ranking r- it up, r- and he was like, "What are you doing?" Oh, I just I got I'm looking at some parts for the the prop spinner or something like that because I damaged my spinner. I was like, I'm looking for one, and I was like, quickly clicking all the buttons so I could buy the damn thing and try to get it into the mail before he got over to the screen to take a look at it. You know, luckily I was sitting in a way that was a little harder for him to see. He yeah, might have seen it if the window, if I wasn't blocking the window behind me. Cause, uh, anyway. Go. Well, the funny the funny part about it was is that, uh, I, you know, I had actually queued it all up the day we flew it because I had so much fun flying that thing. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is a great replacement for the flying wing. Because, you know, they don't make the tough wing anymore. And so I thought, wow, this this was really fun to fly. It's a good park flyer, um, you know, fast, covers a lot of real estate. You know, the guy, it looked really good. I was all excited. So I came home and, and I looked it up and sure enough, they had it on sale still. And so I was, I put it all in my cart, got everything. I even put a couple extra spinners in there, you know, but just for, in case, you know, you never know what happens. And so... <laughs> That's when Jay said, oh, well, didn't you get it for cheaper? So I, I was like, you know, <laughs> I didn't I didn't hit the button yet because I'm like, ooh, cheaper? Wait, 
what are y'all talking about? Maybe I'm on the wrong website, you know, because you were saying you got it for and it less did. money. I got it I for like $30 cheaper. So I paid, right, I paid right. $30 more for yours than I paid for <clears> mine. But luckily, <laughs> well, Jay said that, that stuff because otherwise yes, you would have had two I boxes just showing up. Right and I guess we would have just had to give the other one to Jay, I guess. So Damn in a way, you yeah, kind of screwed right. yourself, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> you did. Uh, you kind of screwed yourself, man, Jay. I screwed that up. <laughs> yeah. So, so the funny thing is, yeah. is I was going to buy it before I left and send it down to Mike. But I really wasn't sure he was going to like it. And he didn't really seem too keen on it at the Electric Fest as well. I mean, it just wasn't something he was thinking about much because uh, for whatever reason. And so he I was the same way one. with the wing. With the wing. He What's was that? exactly the same way. I had to Is buy right? him one or else he yeah. never would have bought a wing. He would never have. Well, in this case, day, he would have, though, have right? In this case, he definitely would have. And, mm, and the thing yeah, was, is that after he done. flew it the first time, I was like, oh, crap, I got to get him one. And so so I was thinking about that for the you know next day or so or whatever to get get on the computer and buy him one. And then and then all that stuff happened. I was like, oh, my God, this is yeah, too much. And, and, and <laughs> AZ Mike, um, you, if, he also texted me. And he said, whatever you do, don't let Mike buy one of these things. And I, and I didn't text him back because I immediately thought, how am I going to stop uh, this you know, raving lunatic right. you know, who, <laughs> right. who, he, he, who calls me up at 2 o'clock in the morning? You know what I just think I bought? You know, get away from the computer, Mike. Stop buying things on Amazon. So, I just right. think I bought. I'm not sure, <laughs> but, but I uh, think I bought. It was just funny how you, know, you were like, hey, whatever I've you done do, that before, actually. don't let him buy you know, this plane, I'm going to get it for him for his birthday, you know, and as a thank you for being here for the uh, week. And I was like, oh, okay, right. I'll try my best. I think that's what I replied back to you. <laughs> and then it was like a day later, you know, hey, he uh, he told me he was getting one. I had to tell him I got it for him. I, was, I just started laughing about yeah. the whole affair. Yeah, that was pretty funny. It was bad. Well, well, the funny part was is that it was it didn't even cross my mind, actually. Uh, when Mike said that, he just he looked at me really, you know, just dry pan and said, "Don't, don't do that." And I was like, the first thing is that kind of rolled through my mind was, okay, he did get it cheaper. Then you know, I got to find out where he got it cheaper because that's the reason I didn't buy it in the first place. Because Jay was like, "Oh, it's so much cheaper." So then I'm like, "Oh, well, I wonder when they're going to have the sale, or I wonder where he got it." And I have to ask him that, but <laughs> you know. And so then I'm like, "Why did you buy me one?" You know, I just that was just a comment off the yeah, cuff. random it wasn't comment. Really but I had to, to say yes. Yeah. <laughs> I had to say yes though really... because you were going to go. Well, I mean, I felt like at that point you were loving it so much. He put that four cell in there, and you. Sh- I mean, after oh he flew gosh. it with the four cell, he was like. Oh my! Oh my gosh, Mike! That thing flew so well. I really enjoyed that. It was like I was having a great time. I really wish we had a couple more four cells because I think we only found one or two. We didn't. We couldn't. Yeah, we had two. Yeah, we only had two. And it's like I really want to fly that thing. And I was like, Yeah, dude, you should have a good time with this. This is this is fun. You know, uh, I'm glad you're having mm-hmm. a good time. It was great. So that was fun. Well, I, I will tell you that at the Electric Festival. I was being pulled in so many different directions because um, I was having to do, you know, double duty since Jay, Jay wasn't there. And so I was headed on, you know, every different direction. And, and, you know, the other guys had me flying their airplanes and making them stuff. So honestly, Mike, I, I didn't really get a chance to go out and participate in the fundraiser event, you know, because they went out there and flew them. But I was behind the scenes doing some other stuff. And I think actually... Spencer and I were doing a podcast, you know, some stuff or interviewing or whatever. Uh, so I wasn't there. I saw the fundraiser and Mike was talking about it. Oh, you know, I got to get one of these. These are so awesome. But I really didn't see it fly. I didn't, you know, 
I wasn't participating with them with those guys at the time to see all of their new wares. Uh, and we, you know, I talked to them, but they were so busy too; they didn't have a chance to come down and, and interview with us. But um, you know, there was other things that I was doing, so I, I really it wasn't like I didn't you know not want one or didn't know anything. I just didn't, yeah, I just didn't know anything about it. And Mike talked about, you know, this thing is so great. And I'm like, okay, it's a multiplex. It's a good airplane because I own a multiplex. Jay's own multiplex. Sure yeah. have. So it wasn't until he brought it and we started painting it and doing all this really cool stuff. And then we actually went out and flew it. And, you know, the maiden went well. Once I got it all set up, that thing was just like on rails. And uh, I was like, okay. I I can see that if I took this and my wing, you know, I, I got to do some repairs on my wing. But if I do those repairs on my wing and take these two things out, they would that would just be a full day of flying fast movers. And I thought, wow, that was really fun. So it's almost too Mike big said, for your park. Don't Mike. do that. What's it's that? It's almost too, too big, fast. Yeah, too big for your park. Yeah. Not really too big, but it's just too fast. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's pretty fast. Yep. You don't. Ha- I I actually um, spend a lot of time turning. Yes, we did spend a lot <laughs> covering a lot of real estate, uh, but I will. I, w- I mean, I won't spoil the the podcast here, but I will tell you that I have flown into the park several times now and gotten mine dialed in, uh, and so now I, I don't use up as much real estate. I can, but I I don't. You know, I think the reason we used up so much real estate when we were doing yours is because of the maidens. Yeah, you know, we were trying to tweak everything and get yeah, it. I needed to go on in a it. straight line. Yeah. And I needed it to go as fast as it could so I could see if it pitched up or, you know, rolled or anything. So, um, but anyway, enough said of that. I, I now own one, or it came in the mail, and it was uh, in the same condition. It was all white. So uh, it was my turn uh, to try to come up with my own paint scheme. So uh, so how did yours, this, how did yours differ? Um, so mine differed in colors and a little bit, and it differed in, uh, some of the things that Mike and I talked about that we would have done better, uh, which, you know, hopefully everybody's kind of put in their comments in there. So we could probably talk about what we could have done better on this podcast, but, uh, I, I did those. So, um, and, and they were small things, you know, they weren't like major deals but they were just I'd smaller them, things i call to them continuity changes that's a very good uh way to put it yeah continuity changes hmm. so they were they were little things like uh from when mike and i looked at it his his paint scheme on the nose kind of makes a v uh and mine does as well but his comes down short of the wing color right mine actually comes down all the way to the bot you know to the back of the wing color so it, it matches a little bit more in line with the wing from the wing up to the fuselage as opposed to just, you know, having right, a little right. bit so of So the touch. paint line of the wing actually goes up on the fuselage and then around correct. it. Correct. As opposed to mine, which correct. sort of stops at the bottom of the fuselage and then starts on the wing right. and moves along. So, so it's just, oh, it okay. just has correct. more continuous flow from a coloring standpoint on the wing uh, section. I, now another and thing, and then the tail we did, uh, and then the tail we did exactly the same thing. We we did a diagonal from across the body, where on Mike's we just painted the upper portion of the tail. Now, now on your tail, you also did a different technique on the tail as well, right? Not so it wasn't just uh, one I solid did, color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I did not pick. Uh, well, <laughs> yes. So I didn't want mine to look exactly like Mike's, which is fair, right? If we're both flying them together, you want them to look just slightly different. Sure, of course. Uh, however, it is a fundraiser, and so I wanted it to look race, you know, kind of race ready. Uh, the sticker kit that they give you is the same, so I have the same numbers and the same little, you know, um, stripes and things that are available to me uh but I, I wanted it a little bit different color and so i knew i wanted something that was sporty um and a little bit different than you know what you would normally see uh so having said all that i uh, i was trying really hard to pick colors and unfortunately mike used up three of the four available colors <laughs> for the fluorescent colors i wasn't really i could have swapped them around and I could have put purple on the front and green on the bottom, that kind of thing. But like I said, I didn't want to be exactly like it. And I really, really like Mike's. I like the color choices. I like that orange. It really stands out. So I was trying to think of something that wasn't quite orange, but wasn't, um, you know, too far off the beaten path from this. So I I was trying to think of a color and I don't know why I thought of this, but the, um, I picked a copper color, like a penny. It's a a penny color. Um, Unfortunately, it didn't come out quite as coppery uh, on this particular foam. I think the, uh, once again, I had the same issue as Mike. I painted the the color, and the the plastic piece underneath is um, much uh, darker, I think, than the light, you know, than... So are you saying then probably that if you if you had to do it over again, then would you have maybe put a, uh, what do you call that when you pre-spray the, the plane? Uh, primer. Oh, a primer? A primer, thank you. Uh, no. That no. wouldn't help? I, I don't think the primer would have made that much difference. Um, and having said all that, I did have to do a base coat for my effect on this particular plane. So I, I could have done, you know, all white, but I like the, what Mike did with the, the foam white, so I left it kind of like that. And it was a little bit quicker to paint that way. But because I just finished painting Mike's a few days before, it was, you know, all my stuff was still out, and it was very easy to do. I just took my tape, and and it is a Tamiya uh, paint tape. You can buy it uh, from the Tamiya website. And it's just a uh, stretchable, uh, they don't really call it anything other than painter's tape, but uh, it, it does have a stretchable to it, and I can make, you know, lines and curvatures and stuff. So I decided on a copper color, and then on the tail, so the, so the nose and the wings are this copper color, and then on the tail I wanted to, once again, having my thought process of, you know, trying to include one to the other, I thought, well, I should paint the tail copper as well, but I liked the green color that Mike had picked is, you know, I liked it too. It was kind of that, you could you could see it. So I wanted something that I could see in the air that was vibrant. And I don't know why I was standing at the paint counter and I realized that they have a paint shift that goes from green to copper. Oh, okay. Oh, so that's so cool. my tail, my tail is actually a paint shifting. So if it's going one way, it's green. If it's going the other way, it turns copper. Uh, now, unfortunately, because of the base coat, it turns uh, the same color copper as a penny, which is what my effect was trying to do with the front of it. Now that I've done it, you know, what I did, I would have laid down a darker base coat 
uh, for before I put the copper color on there, and that may have helped. So the tail really looks, you know, that color shift. And I know you guys have probably seen the cars that look purple in one as sure, they go sure. by. It, looks, it shifts to green. So mine does that. Um, and so those are the two colors. I went ahead and used the um, the sticker kit for the um, stripes. But, um, I didn't use them the way that they were intended. I actually cut them and used them as a, a break between the two colors. And I, I outlined all my colors. Uh, so I'll post the picture so you can see it on the on the Park Fire Podcast listeners group, and then you can kind of make comments about mine as well. Uh, and then the bottom, I couldn't really figure out what to do, but I liked the fact that Mike's was really you could see uh, that green, that real vibrant green, and it was close enough to the yellow, that fluorescent yellow, and I had some that I decided to do that on the bottom. So it does have a fluorescent yellow bottom stripes uh however my stripes are a little bit different because i used that frog tape that you were talking about last podcast and um i put it together and made kind of a diamond shape so it looks like it on the tail it has diamonds and then on the on the wings it has the same similar to mike's but it's it's in a chevron shape as opposed to just straight lines which I, I personally, Mike, I don't think uh, Jay likes. Uh, I'm, I'm, the, I, I like the one on the tail. I didn't like the one on the wing as much, but that was like the only thing I that didn't really click for me. But you know, hey, it's not my mm-hmm. plane either, so you know. Well, I will tell you that as it goes by at 100 miles an hour, it's very easy to see. The well, yeah, no, the yellow now, uh, you can see that <laughs> yellow. It, it pops. The yellow itself right. pops. I just don't like the. I just don't like the pattern. Um, right. For it. Right. I, I think I, you know, if you're going to do a diamond pattern for that, you could have done maybe I would have liked it smaller. But I understand what you're talking about, and you know, time, you know, it takes time. So you know, you did what you, you did. Yeah, yeah, I did the smaller Jay, the tail yourself. Man, do I have so many projects? <laughs> I, believe me, I thought after you two uh, got okay. Yeah. Honestly, though, my honestly though, Jay, this 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 did only took me probably 25 minutes to put together. It took me longer. I know. Lay out the tape. to mask off the yeah. thing and get yeah, it the tape you know, painted than it did to put it together. It's it's ready to go. I mean, there's no adjustment. No, 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 needed. no, no. I just believe me. I, I, I actually I, I don't have a fundraiser, but I have a pattern plane that mm. is halfway finished, and right. I, it's sitting in one of my boxes <laughs> that I just had never put together. <laughs> finished putting together. Yeah, so you do have a lot of projects. That I got you I got together. a lot of things I gotta do. <laughs> got and and uh, speaking of this, I just got a new project uh that I'm gonna be working on and that is my little, you know, five by eight trailer uh that I'm right towing behind my car since the, the oh, truck fun. died. Yeah. Oh, you say that. Um but uh <laughs> seems like fun, but I have a wiring problem and, and that's just driving me crazy. So yeah, because there's one. Well, it, it was fun. Uh, I will tell you really quick about the maiden. Sure. Um, you know, once I got once I got Mike to you know comfortable with launching it and all, everything, I, I charged up about six of my three cell batteries, and I have two of the four cell batteries. And so I ran out to the park. The weather was beautiful. There was no wind. Um, you know, it just was a bluebird, blue sky day. It was a Monday, I think. And uh, and I ran over there, had it all set up, ready to go. And I, I will admit that I did put a demon cortex in it. So. <laughs> That's a little overkill <laughs> for that little plane. It was a major overkill for that. But, uh, you know, 
I I know how my other airplanes feel, and I I wanted this one to fly on a four cell. And Mike's with the lemon on the four cell had a little bit shaky. Wouldn't you say, There's Mike? A little it bit kind of squirrel, of did this I'd little, say. A little bit of squirrel. It, so you it was. The I, faster it got, you know, it was it was hard for that lemon to kind of keep up with it. On the three cell, no problem. Four cell. Uh, it started kind of moving back and forth. So, I mean, there's an adjustment to that, but it's it's mostly, you know, just kind of tweaking it, flying it, tweaking it, flying it. And Mike wasn't really going to use a four-cell anyway, so we weren't too worried about it, right. but I was. So, anyway, I had an extra Demon Cortex rolling around, uh, sitting on my shelf, and so I threw it in there, and I can use that as the receiver. Right. It's uh, So I don't have to have a receiver. It's like, you know, just I have two satellites, uh, Spectrum satellites, and then it works. So I, I basically kind of stole the um the settings from the uh l39 because it's a fast mover really? too, right yeah. 100, 100 mile an hour jet and so i thought well that's pretty good i like the way that thing flies and so if i can get it to match and so i basically put it in there uh put all the mixes and everything that were already set from mike's airplane and then i went out and uh and tossed it in the air uh i did an underhand toss just uh to kind of get started and the thing took off and it you know i tweaked it up started adding all the mixes the airplane flew beautifully and uh flipped on the gyro and the airplane felt a little twitchy uh because i had the gyro turned all the way down and so then i just started milking the gyro up to where it felt comfortable and it felt more like it was flying on rails uh, and when you turn the, the demon up, it, it starts getting, you know, more, how do I put this? It, it gets heavier on the controls, if that makes sense. Mm, yeah. If you pull back sluggish. on the stick. It's more sluggish about. Not really sluggish, but it's more, res- it's not as. Resistant, um, it, it is a little bit more resistant because your gyro is fight, kind of fighting you a little bit. But th- it's not really. It's it's basically holding the airplane s- uh, stable. And th- so when I go to make a turn, there's a stick priority that releases it. And so it's it holds it really tight. And then as you release it, it, it goes to a certain part or a certain point and then holds what you have. So if w- with it turned way down, I got a little bit of that, whoa, whoa, you know, here's the stick controllers. As I pulled back, it kind of was that that whole fishiness, you know, where it feels a little slippery. And then as I dialed it up, it just got rock solid where it's like driving a Formula One race car. You know, you just barely turn and the thing just ro- rails, you know, goes around on rails. So I got it to where it feels exactly like my L39. Cool. Almost identical. Very cool. Uh, it's just a little faster on a four cell. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Which is hard to believe because the, uh, you know, L39 flies on a six cell, but it's an EDF versus a prop. So I, I flew it around and uh, had an audience, a couple of kids out at the park, and they were like, ooh, wow, you know, so I had to deal with the whole, uh, How high can you, you know, make it what go? Is this? How far can you make it go? Yeah, how high is it? You know, does it go up? Does it go down? What happens when the know? radio comes off? Do, do <laughs> exactly. a loop. Do a loop. Do what loop. happens when you and, crash uh, it? So anyway, <laughs> what's that? What happens yeah, when what you happens crash it? Yeah, what happens when you crash it? I like that, that one. Yeah. 
uh, it crashes. Well, they were two kids. They were probably you know ten and twelve, maybe or whatever. And they just thought it was the coolest thing ever. And and uh, there was another guy out there flying a glider, and so he was trying to stay out of my way. And I told him I was like, "Well, I'm high enough that you know you're not gonna have to worry about me. Zing, zing, and fast zing. enough I can get out of your way." <laughs> As this thing uh, going 150 so miles. So I I flew uh, I flew through three three cell batteries and got it to where exactly where I wanted it, and then I jumped to the four cell, and. I launched that thing unfreaking believable. I wasn't even at half throttle and that thing was going so fast. I was just like, yeah, baby, <laughs> you know, and I turned down the park. I had to fly with the long ways of the park. I couldn't fly the short way. I had to fly the long way. And that thing was just making some noise. I mean, you could hear it whistling as it came down. It was moving. And... Of course, I'm using a 2200 milliamp three cell, a 1300 milliamp four cell. So these kids are like, yeah, come on, man. You know, let's see it. Wow. Let's see what you can do. So I thought, yeah, let's see what I can do. So I came down about a foot above the grass and just wide open. That thing went by me so fast and I got right to the end of the park and pitched up. And right as I pitched up, all I heard was poof. <laughs> the the motor quit. Ooh, not a good sound. <laughs> nope. And now it was not fast. I, I don't know why this thing has such. It's because of that ten inch it's pop. The, yeah, like I really yeah, think it is. If it doesn't yeah, have a brake right. on it, it probably becomes instant speed brake. Oh my gosh! It came to a stop. It only went up about as high as the tree. So I, I went from a foot off the ground or lower, just in the grass basically, to right to treetop level. And I had nothing. I mean, no power. The the motor was done. And, you know, I looked at my timer and I, I was at like four minutes and I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot to reset my timer for the 1300 milliamp instead of the 2300 milliamp. Because Mike and I were flying for what, four minutes, I think. At least four or five. Uh, five yeah, at least four maybe minutes. five even. Wait, wait, wait. Right. So you had a, a, 13, a 1,300 uh-huh. milliamp 4-cell? Four four cell. Cell. I thought you said a yeah. 33. I thought you no, said no, a th- no. 2,200 3-cell or 1,300 4-cell. Oh, right. I thought you were saying you had a 3,300. No. no. Oh. Plus, plus I wish. he's running the 1,300 full bore the whole time. Okay. That's right. And that, that's, that, 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 and that, yeah. that is those Tatui uh, 75C. Yes, that is exactly what they Okay, are. that's why you're able to get away with that. Yes. Right. And so they were 90Cs and, you know, Tattoo batteries. Uh, but, yeah, they're only good for about two and a half minutes at wide open throttle. So now here it is <laughs> suspended. <laughs> uh, yeah, because of this right here. Uh, it's suspended in a vertical climb tree top right at the top of the tree mm. and these trees aren't huge they're not 30 feet in the air i mean you know they're not too much taller than mike and i standing there probably another maybe 10 feet in the air so here it is on its vertical upline because i just pulled vertical you know and i thought oh man and so i pull the power to idle and kick the rudder and basically hammerhead the airplane to where now it's it's facing straight down pull up Pull up, pull up. Pretty much. <laughs> but I don't want to stall and spin it. And Mike and I had this big conversation about one of his, you know, landings that the airplane kind of got away from him. And I told him that was why is because he got a little 
uh, slow, uh, too high in the air, and and it rolled over on its back and spun into the ground. And so I didn't want to do that, so I just let it come down, and I just started increasing the back pressure, and and it touched down, but it touched down one wing low and cartwheel terrain, terrain, terrain. Yes. <laughs> so. On its third flight, I put a little ding in the in the wingtip, both wingtips. Surprisingly enough, Mike, it did nothing to the chrome spinner. Yeah. yeah. W- wouldn't you know it? I have two new chrome spinners sitting in the other room because I ordered them in case something like this happened and it didn't even crack it or do nothing. I was oh, kind of wow. like, oh, man. So luckily, you know, that's how that works, right? If you didn't have those, it would have busted that thing clean off. Uh, but we know that Although it flies that wasn't true. That wasn't true for the props. There. I bought all those props. And I used them all. Yes, this is true. <laughs> uh, but it didn't break the prop, and, and all it did was kind of, you know, it was so slow when it hit the ground, it just kind of went over once. And uh, it didn't even chip the paint or anything. It just put a little wrinkle. You know how that foam kind of wrinkles. Yeah. Uh, but it was amazing, yeah. and I reset my timer for the second four-cell battery, and it went much smoother, and I got it on the ground. But, yeah, that battery had 1% left. Not good. You, no. Well, you were not uh, well, I, not the, the, it. I put it into... It's good the escape caught it and shut it down. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But uh, I did. I was. I was able to save it. I got home and put it on my charger and uh, and got it back up to normal. So wow, it, it didn't go so far that it won't charge. It didn't charge because some of those batteries, if you get them down too low, they won't even recognize the charger. Won't even right. recognize or it, when so. you tra- when you charge it all the way back up, it, you no longer get one hundred percent. You may get only ninety eight right. or ninety seven percent. Okay, so. When uh, AK Mike flew, he had kind of a torquing problem uh, in the beginning and for launching his plane and until you got that all figured that out. That's correct. So did, did you have any of those problems or any launching problems that he had before, or did you figure out a different launching method? Because I, I was reading where guys were launching the thing upside down and doing some other crazy yeah. stuff, and, and then you know you guys were launching it underhand. So did you find... Well, so when Mike was down here... Uh, I made that comment once or twice, didn't I, Mike? <laughs> I said we should launch this inverted and see what happens. Mike's like, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not taking the risk, you know. So here I stand, all by myself, out in the middle of the park, and I thought to myself, okay, I've flown it like four or five times. It's all set up. It's got this demon cortex in it. So when I launched it, I on this one on a four cell, I had to use full rudder. By the way, Mike, I mean full rudder. Right, uh, underhand launch uh, for that four cell because it the first time I did it I only used what you and I were using yeah. and it rolled right over so I was like okay that's you know more rudder so I just put full rudder in there gave it some juice and then you know just kind of tossed it well when I came back for the the fourth or the the second flight with the four cell I basically said you know what these guys are launching this thing upside down I can launch it upside down it's not that big of a deal the demon cortex is already in there it's going to stay level. I'll give it a try and see what happens. What's the worst that can happen? I've already dinged the wing, you know, when I cartwheeled it. So if it crashes, I saw what, you know, how Mike crashed his and it didn't really do anything. So I thought, well, I'll give it a try. So I rolled it upside down, grabbed the uh, canopy portion of it and powered up about half throttle and let it go. And it went straight as an arrow. No torque, no nothing. Because it's upside down, it's torquing the other direction. So you didn't have to, to throw, do you rudder at all? It's like you just nope. decided to put no, no rudder at no all. Hands. Matter of fact, I literally could have set the, I could have spun it up to half throttle, set the radio on the ground, 
and launch it, and it would have tracked at a 45-degree up angle until it got out of sight. So so I think that's because of pendulum. Like, the weight of all that canopy was below the wings, and it really doesn't – it couldn't torque itself over. Whereas if you have – if you fly it top up, all that weight, as soon as it rolls over, flops over, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that, I I kind of agree with you that the heavier weight – it's not a top-heavy airplane, but there is weight, uh, you know – in that upper portion where the battery sits and everything. But I think that you're putting it below the wing as, a, as opposed to having it on top of the wing. Um, but I think a lot of that just has to do with the way the torque is upside down. Remember, the torque is still trying to um, – so, so here's the key. People don't think about this. If you're right side up and you want to go to the left, what rudder do you push? Left. Any, anybody? Bueller? Left. The left. left rudder. If you were upside down and you want to go to the left, what rudder do you push? It would be right. The right rudder. So think about it that way. If you were rolling to the left in an upward launch, you have to put right rudder in there to compensate. Right. But now if I'm upside down, which way am I, which way am I torquing? I'm left. torquing to the right. Right, yeah, right. No, I'm torquing to the right. So now the upside-down rudder, I would have to go left to keep it from torquing. But right. because it's torquing that way anyway, then that rudder automatically compensates. Got it. It's very strange to think about, but it's not. It's pulling to the right. Instead, or It's not really pulling to the right. It's pulling straight. But where it was pulling to the left really hard, now it's it's pulling to the right, but the airplane's heavier because all that weight's underneath it, and the rudder is opposite so it goes it went straight which is very strange i think that's cool yes it is cool uh and it was a much easier launch and uh the one thing i will caution you if you uh happen to purchase one or if you're gonna decide to go out and get one uh, or even mike whenever it comes time uh, my first launch i grabbed too far forward on the airplane it was literally like where the CG was, and when I launched it, as it took off, it hit me in the arm and kind of wobbled. <laughs> I thought I lost it, but it, it actually had enough juice that it kind of recovered and went out, uh, but it did hit me right in the forearm. So the, the next the time did, I did it, you have to you. hold it. Yes, okay. the tail because it's sticking oh, down. Okay, yeah. It was the whole vertical stabilizer back there. And so uh, I realized that the better way to do it is to hold it a little further back. That way, when you release it, it's our, you know, you're releasing your hand away from the tail. You're not tossing it, and your arm is still extending. And then you're bumping it. And then you hit yourself with right. the tail, right. So when I went back and saw the videos that Multiplex put in there, that's what those guys do. They grab it a little bit just behind the wing, and then they just let it go. And their hand drops out of the way, and the airplane just takes off. Huh. They're not even really throwing it either. They're just sort of letting it go. Nope, nope. You just let so it that's, go. That's what we did toward the end of the time. We were just right, like, right. I, when I was flying it myself, I'd put full full right rudder and, and give it throttle right. enough to that I just let it go out of my hand. And it was like I barely even, it's like I throw my wing, uh, quite frankly, mm -hmm. uh, right. except for I do it with the other hand in my wing. But right. I get, since I need rudder control, I got to do it with my left hand or right hand, sorry. Well, I think if you launched it inverted, you could do it with either you know, whatever you're comfortable with, uh, you would just have to figure out how to put the throttle in. And I think you could reach across since you're on the next strap, you reach across and put it in there. But um, it didn't really take um, 
any inputs other than when I was ready to roll it upright. And then when I w- and when I did roll it upright, it was going so fast at that point that it just went poof, rolled upright like nothing. So then I actually flew it for two and a half minutes, and the thing screamed. Um, but I will tell you another thing that I found out. I, I I'm not really sure. I'm going to have to look at the ESC on this thing because coming downhill, uh, when I was ripping through there and I was going to come do a low pass, I got to a speed at which when I went full throttle, it squealed on me. So I think the your set ESC was set a little yeah, bit low. Yeah, you got your settings are low for that. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. If it starts screeching, because they probably set it up for a three cell, and I was running a four right. cell. So, but I had so much fun. I went through the batteries. Uh, the kids loved it. I loved it. Um, I personally think the paints, you know, looks really good. But I'm going to leave that up to our listeners to look at and feel free to tell me your, you know, don't hold back. If you don't like it, tell me you don't like it. Doesn't right. hurt my feelings. So, Mike, I, so I, I, what did I would the kids have, say? What did the kids say about it? Uh, the kids, they loved it. They thought it was cool, but and they thought the the paint shift was cool too. They okay, were like, cool. Wow, it's two different colors, you know. So <laughs> it's kind of kind of neat. I thought it was going to shift a little bit better, like when it goes by you. But unfortunately, doing hundred when it goes by you, you really can't focus too much on the paint <laughs> on the shift, tail. So yeah, and I guess for an observer, it might look better. But for me flying it, I'm like, okay, where's it going? <laughs> what was <laughs> yeah. that? Hey, so Mike, I would it's I like would recommend for batteries instead of that thirteen hundred, the same batteries that we use for the wings. So the an eighteen hundred four cell weighs a, approximately the same as a twenty two hundred three cell. Yeah, I and I, I got that, yeah. but I just uh, I didn't have any at the yeah, time, yeah, yeah. so I took those two. But uh, that way, you, you, it'll fit in the same spot and or same space. You won't have to mess with the cg any and you'll get you know maybe we'll be able to get almost five minutes as opposed to just you know since those guys are putting success in there i think i can still fly my two three cell 2200s and you know i'll just fly two of them at some point you're gonna fly six cell uh you know what it uh, depends on how big the six cell is yeah are they flying because they sell i think it'll fit i was looking they sell a 1000 milliamp six cell oh really no, I was, uh, uh-huh. yeah, I don't know what those guys are using size-wise for a 6L. It might be too heavy with yeah, 22 I think they're like that. Yeah, because I'm saying the, the 1,000 milliamp 6L is not that big. You know, I mean, it's fat, but it's not, it doesn't weigh a whole lot because it's for a quad. But that motor in ESC would probably burn up with the 6L. Well, so no, Pro- probably. You, no, yeah. you just have to use like a 5-inch prop. Oh, yeah. Uh, true. You would have to downsize your prop, but the ESC is for a two cell all the way to a six cell, so you just have to probably change the settings in that. Uh, it's the motor that I would have to worry about. Right, right. But know, he may be able to use KV it. But like I said, that. you may have to go down to a you know five by five, a four by four. Uh, true. I, you know, yeah. It barely sticks out. You just see these two nubs on the <laughs> side basically. of the <laughs> two little nubs. Would it, would it actually push any air past the airframe? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, maybe it, be it may not be getting EDF. that much airflow, but uh, it may take you a long while to wind up. But once you get there, holy crap, you're you're just put a tripod on that thing. It'll probably look cool that that way too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's too funny. So, well, I will tell you that it's uh, a lot of fun. So, um, having flown mics and having flown mine now, I uh, unfortunately can't wait to get out, you know, and do it again. It, it was too much fun. Although I had to be really cautious because the guys were trying to convince me to bring it out to the field. Not the park, but the actual flying field with the what, new runway. The new runway like, and plenty of gravel, nice soft gravel. Yes, I don't want to mess up my my paint 
and they're like, oh, just put some tape on the bottom of it. I'm like, okay, I'm not, this thing is really nice. I don't want to, you know, start putting tape all over it. Well, I mean, they can get one. They can probably afford to get one themselves. That's what I told them. I said, knock yourself out. Although I did find out that uh, Motion has their new uh, F-18, so Barry pre-ordered one of those. (laughs) No fundraiser for him now, I guess. Well, speaking of which, um, (laughs) you've been doing most of the flying of the two of all three of us i mean you've been doing the bulk of the flying so what else what else you've been flying the the past week since you know mike went home and you've been sitting there on your lonesome board so i i uh well i um, emails or texts from you so yeah i got the um the katana back up and flying oh that's right you had Uh, the uh the spar was uh kind of wonky right uh i bent i bent the uh, aluminum wing spar that is correct okay i sure did so uh, actually, when Mike and was Mike was here during the electric festival, we've been in, and so I ordered a carbon fiber one. That one came in. Had to do a little trimming to it to get it to fit in the wings, but I got it to fit. Um, it's very stiff. Uh, the wings are so much better. They're not flexing or doing any of that stuff. Hope it, and then uh, it's not flexing I had to figure out like a way. The, uh, uh, ADA, uh, the ASW uh, twenty eight there is it flexing like that? Wang a wang a wang a wang. Yeah, no, it's not flexing <laughs> like those. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I flown that and I got that all worked out. We've been flying the A-10 a lot and they, cause Spencer got his all, all, you know, set up. So now he and I, uh, have been flying formation stuff with the A-10s going out there and trying that. We've been flying the L-39 cause he finally got his painted. And I think I posted some photos of, uh, the L-39s, uh, in their different paint schemes on our, um, Facebook page. Uh, and then, um, what else? We, um. It's really about it, I think. Uh, so let's this see. might so be this might be a little early. Um, I'm gonna go backwards a little bit. This might be a little early to say. But I think we should have like a fundraiser sortie at the fun electric festival next year. Uh, you know that'd be a good idea if everybody has one. We could do that. It's they call it a gaggle or whatever, but yeah, yeah it'd be kind of fun to go out there. But I think it would be cool to have the different paint schemes out there and just flying around and try to mm-hmm. stay in formation as best we can. And fly around. Oh, yeah. that'd, be, that'd be a great fun. It's har- harder harder than it looks. Oh no, I I understand that, but you know if you have the gyros help, you know you don't get too crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's the no. whole death perception issue that that's really the problem. Yeah, I will tell you that uh, during one of my uh, A10 uh, flights with Spencer, we had a. Uh, it actually wound up being lucky for us, and sometimes you know it's better to be lucky than good. Yep. Uh, we were trying, you know, I was. <laughs> I'm still trying to get this depth perception for this formation. He and Barry seem to be able to have worked it out, but uh, with the L39s, uh, you know, bumping and scraping until they finally got it. But uh, the A10s, you know, they're they're a lot they're bigger, and, uh, and you know, we fly them in a little bit closer and a little bit lower, and and so uh, he and I were coming around, and and he goes, "All right, you take the in, inside closest to us." Uh, and I go, well, no, let me take the outside. He goes, okay, I'll take the inside. So he took the the line closest to us, and I took the line out. And I guess we lined You know, it's really hard when you're looking at the nose of the airplane to see where it is in relation to the other airplane. But we called out throttle settings to each other, and he's finally like, you know, okay, half throttle here, quarter throttle here, you know, three-quarter throttles here. And when we met at the end of the runway, we were wingtip to wingtip. And he rolled inverted, so we did 
basically a pass. And unfortunately, it wasn't on video. I was really kind of both of course not. Oh, man, nobody was there. (laughs) But it was the coolest pass because I was about 10 feet above the runway upright, and he was 10 feet above the runway uh, inverted, but we were literally flying wingtip to wingtip. So it it was really cool. Uh, and of course, once it goes by you, you can actually see it better. So now, you know, we didn't run into each other, but uh, it was it was a really neat um, display. We thought that was really cool that we got that one pass that was really neat. Then I couldn't get back on his wing to save my life. <laughs> it was just like, oh my gosh! So it's interesting, kind of fun to do, but it's it's difficult. Well, uh, on the listeners group, you you guys had tried to do you did a takeoff together. You took off together. You were flying around okay. And then you were you're coming in for you know everybody's timer started beeping and you can't you were lining up everybody's coming in perfect for you know for a landing mm-hmm. together. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be really cool. These guys can land together. That'll be that'll be awesome. And right before the uh, you know the landing, everything goes awry. <laughs> so why don't you pick up yeah. from there? What happened there? Uh, that was just a perception issue. We um, we've actually done it several times before. And we don't really land, like, uh, all three together. But it's usually, like, one and the next one and the next one. But you have to be able to hold your line. You know, I mean, Spencer will take the inside or outside. Barry will take one line, and then I'll take the center or Yeah, whatever. I think it was just and, the two of you. It, you know. was, it wasn't it was the L39s. It was the A10s. And you guys were coming in for Oh, the right. Yeah, so um, that was a perception. Because yeah, I know so it was I, you who was the guy. And who we had the, a win. The guy, you know, would have got written yeah. up. But yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I did. Yeah, I, well, I, I wouldn't have got written up because I went around. So you never can. You shouldn't get written up for going around and doing it again. Um, yeah, when it, when we came in, I w- I'm used to coming around and being the inside guy closest to us, and Spencer took that line. So I slid back out, and when I got when I slid too far out. So when I started my flare, I realized I'm not on the no, runway. No, you were I'm not actually past the runway. <laughs> So I, I was like, oh, man, and, and I, there was enough wind that as I tried to rudder over, it just wasn't coming fast enough, and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to go around and do it again. So I basically escorted him to the ground, and then I went around and came in and yeah, left behind him. Yeah. So. Which was unfortunate because, I mean, what you're, the line, you know, as you guys were coming you know, at the base and everything, it looked really good, and I was like, oh, this is going to be mm-hmm. really awesome. And then, like yeah, I said, we've done it before, yeah. and it worked out great. But normally, when we do those, the wind isn't ninety degrees at twenty knots either. <laughs> I mean, it's very difficult to fly to fly down that runway with a huge crosswind like that. Yeah, land, coordinated crosswind landing. Oh crazy. yeah, that is it's difficult enough to get it you know on the ground on your own, but to have somebody right next to you. Yeah, it's, and unfortunately, you know, hard to hold you know, your since line. That's the only bad part about your field, or you know, being in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To my to my degree is that. You know, like up in Alaska, if you didn't land on the runway, well, there was a nice grass runway there. Or like uh, where we're yep. down in San Antonio, they have a nice grass, you know, either side of the runway. That particular plane can easily land on the grass. And you don't have – it's no easy nothing, you know. it's Well, actually, you know, with the new runway, they did um, they did smooth all that out. Uh, I mean, I, unless they put sand I there. Land on I the mean, other you side. know, <laughs> it was no, the equivalent gravel, of 60 but I mean, they, they leveled the gravel out, so – I mean, it's hard packed, and uh, the problem is, is that it's only at the edge of the runway. If you veer off any further than that, you're going to run into all. You know, they it was raining when they were doing it, so they smoothed out that part. But all the trucks and everything were on the other side of it, so there's plenty of ruts and stuff that are mm, nice just landing ruts. gear eaters. Just ask Barry about that. 
Yeah, I think he I think left. He a, off-roaded a couple of his airplanes. Yeah, he left a couple of uh, <laughs> landing gear there for rip, landing gear rip stuff, the little yeah. <laughs> little tombstones out there for landing gear for yeah, Barry's exactly. planes. <laughs> Which is funny, but but yeah, it's uh, it was fun and uh, we had a good time doing it. So, but so now um, now I'm excited to go out and do it again. Unfortunately, I'm busy with work at the moment, but uh, when I get back and get uh, a little time for myself and I'll uh, I'll head back out there and do it well, dude, with you, my new project. You have had basically a month off of flying. This is the most flying I've seen you do in a long, long time. Just uh, the way the schedule's worked that out. It, you've been flying for a, a basic month, month month and a couple of a month and a week, month and two weeks, six weeks. Yeah, probably more more in the last two months than I have probably uh, in a long time. I will time, say in a long yeah. time. This this is yeah. you know mm-hmm. Which I'm glad. Well, because Mike was here for uh, you know, a little over a week, yeah. right? Yep. So I flew every day with him, and then when he left, uh, the guys came in. They had three or four days off. So. Um, yep. And then before that, and you I, were, and were I, had, with me, I had taken so. some time off of work. Yep. So. I mean, it's great that it all worked out, but just your schedule with uh, you know with the real flying because yep. sometimes How, you you yep. know you're tutoring guys. You, it seems like that kind of fell off, or just the timing was right. So it seemed like every day you were like, I'm, you're sending me texts, hey, I'm out at the field. Hey, I'm out at the field. Hey, I'm out. I'm like, jeez. Right, I was. Yeah. I was trying to motivate you to nice. the field yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just lucked out. And uh, so, you know, the last couple of days or so, I haven't been out to the field, but the other guys have. But, yeah, it's it's kind of nice, and it uh, helps your uh, skill level. And and uh, it also helps you spend uh, your hard-earned cash because while you're out there, you see really cool things, and then you decide, you know what, I want one of those. Yeah. <laughs> so that I'll leave that for the next podcast because uh, my new project is coming in, and I hopefully will have it done by then. Um, but I could probably give you a sneak peek if you want. Well, give us at least a little hint. Uh, I'm uh, building a battery uh, charge. Oh, case. that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you know, so. uh, like I said, we both we both have a little projects because, like I said, I'm working on my little five by eight uh, little miniature trailer. So, uh, the first thing right. for mine, uh, you know, I had to get a hitch for my little Ford Fiesta. Woohoo! Yeah, something to pull. That's it with. right. And they actually the little hitch that came that you can buy from uh, I think uh, who did I get? I, uh, Draw Tight. Yeah, I got mine from Draw Tight. Uh, I it's ingenious the way they had that thing uh, that I, uh, to put the hitch on. It was the easiest hitch I've ever put on any vehicle I've ever owned. Wow, that's fabulous. Yeah, that's so, cool. I think I got mine from uh, somewhere close. I think we have the same brand name. It's a Kurt hitch? There's the Kurt, and then there's Draw Tight. And uh, the one I got was a Draw Tight. Oh, okay. uh, they, Kurt makes one, too, yeah, for, for that, that particular model. But uh, I liked it because it had 500 more uh, pounds on it that I could that I could haul mm-hmm. not that not that I don't you, think you I'm sure the big... axle on that that thing could yeah be... I was gonna say <laughs> the the hitch may be able to carry it but your car my, car, my car's gonna be sparking well you know uh yeah it 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 can handle all. Be it can handle it all um honestly um because of what I'm gonna be hauling I'll probably never be near unless unless my wife goes hey we gotta take something to the girls and then then I'll be pack, packing it full of boxes. That will be different because they'll be full of like the lead collection and you know the marble collection right. that the kids had. Your then we will be. A, I'll have to get out there and check it. But hauling my airplanes, you know, it was just kind of like when I uh, I brought them down here. There's huge boxes. My wife goes to pick one up. You can see her like she's putting you know bending her legs and you know 
bending her knees and everything, not you know, not gonna hurt herself. And then she Getting goes ready to pick to do it a up. Power to lift. Yeah, and then she slams <laughs> it into the ceiling. I all of a sudden I hear the boom, <laughs> and or the chandelier go crackle crackle, and I turn around, and I go, "What did you do?" And she goes, "Well, I went to pick the box up because I thought it was heavy." <laughs> Right, because you know, it's big. Yeah, because it was so big, and it just had a yeah. plane in it, so it weighed like two When I pounds. came over to help Jay move a little bit, um, I, I, was, I was sure to be there when they were loading the planes. I got these planes. You guys, you guys can tell <laughs> yeah. us up there. Yeah, I'll exactly. take care of the planes. I don't want to hurt myself. Two or three on the shoulder. Wow, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> these boxes are huge. Yeah. Well, they're deceiving because my wife had you know those little small, since she is into the, this um, stamping up stuff, she would have these little itty-bitty bo- boxes. Yeah. And you would box full of stuff. You would quite like, literally damn, what is give, this, you give yourself a hernia. <laughs> you go to you know you wouldn't bend your knees or nothing. You just reach down and, and something would drop on the floor, and you go, "Oh, that's not good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because paper weighs like ten pounds paper, per sheet or the, something. Between the paper and then the little cutters and stuff that she has, right? Oh, yeah, because they're all goodness. metal. It was incredible because because she was freaking that's out because you know all those big boxes were on the top, you know, and she's like, "Why are you putting all those big boxes up there?" What's that, Mike? The cards she makes with those are very lovely. Yes, they're lovely. They're fabulous. Yes, I have to say that myself. I'm a very impressed with her uh, skill level on those cards. Ah, uh, yeah. I know she's a listener, so Becky, you're doing a great job. <laughs> Thanks for helping butter that up. But uh. <laughs> yep. Hopefully that'll work when you get your next airplane. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Like, we'll remember see. all that the guys were talking about how good those cards, cards were? were. Yeah, they said if only oh, I should get you a ream of paper. Throw it over Becky, there. With I'm the not others. saying that just to suck up. That's just, that's a true statement. Um, if you want to yeah, suck up, Mike, just come statement. on over and fix something, and then you're in. You're you're golden. Yeah, that's what that's how I you're do. You're golden. It. I go there, fix, fix, fix the, the doorknob, something the that's falling off, you, and you'll be right in. Yeah. I, I made so, a swing at about that once fan, every couple we, of months, but, but that was a losing proposition. It was. I, I replaced it, by the way. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah, I had to buy a new one. Well, because I gave it a swing too. I actually got it to stop ticking, but. I think it, he had it gave up the ghost. It just, it the, was, yeah, you know. I think he had already bought the fan and it was on its way yeah, yeah. or something. But so, anyway, um, geez, guys, our hours up. I know, isn't that amazing? It is amazing. Just get started and hours up. Again. It is. It is. But the good news is we got lots of stuff going on. We know? do. I mean, this uh, this battery case that I'm building uh, is very similar to Spencer's, and uh, it'll be a good project. Uh, we'll throw that up there too. Um, you know, I've been doing a lot of flying. I'm still waiting on my turbine to come back from uh, the, you know, King Tech. So when that gets here, we'll, we can talk about the F-15 and the maiden flights on that. Um, yeah, I'm going to do my I flight thing to add. To... I have one thing to add. What's that? So What's that? a couple of podcasts ago, someone made kind of an indirect comment that I wasn't a man because I didn't have an air compressor. Uh, <laughs> but, I did say that. But uh, <laughs> I wanted to let you guys know that, in fact, I do have an air compressor. I, I was, <laughs> oh, there you go. I was go. looking around the garage, and there it was. I was like, "I'm a man!" And, uh, yeah. so, no, I got well, congratulations! So you the reason why I brought that club. up, though, at all, is because I'm working on this turbojet, and I I know I've been talking about this thing a while. It's been it's been mm-hmm. on my plate to fix. It's a it's a little bit more difficult than it should be because I'm new at it. I don't want to I don't want right. to break it. But I'm gonna probably uh, get some uh, painting gear and. Now that I found that compressor, and uh, paint that myself. Oh, this this very will be nice. good. Yeah, this will this be good. Will be very. It'll good. be like red or something. You can well, you know, you can we, put other you can colors. Still paint with rattle red. cans. <laughs> Maybe yeah, black, know, of course, right? Or it's either you know, white or red. two or three. So the yeah. windows will be black. The whole plane will be red. That's. A- <laughs> 
Well, you don't have to buy any paint gear. You just get a rattle can for that. If you're going to paint it all one color, so. No, I, I'll but we can we can talk about that. So I'll try to do something. Maybe I was thinking about maybe doing like a Southwest coloring or something like that, or American Airlines or something. Oh, that's cool. cool. Yeah, there you go. I could probably hook you up with some of that stuff. Cool, cool pictures and stuff. Actually, yeah, you know, Mike, I have an extra. I have an extra set that Mike had sent me for Christmas because he didn't think I had any uh, air air compressor stuff. So I may have a little beginner extra kit set? for you. Yeah, of paint of paint gear. No, no, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, cool. Okay, great. There I, you go. I'd we can figure something out. I knew you cool. would be. <laughs> yeah, good. Right. Did I send you a uh, like a filter or something? Or yeah, he sent me like a filter, uh, a, a, an actual airbrush. You know, a um, mm-hmm. couple of yeah, couple so. of things. It was just a beginner kit. You know, right. you didn't realize that right. I had I already had all that stuff. So you know what happens with all all the thousands well. of things that we both have. You know. I know, right? We're constantly passing stuff back and forth. There you so go. Now we got Mike on the train. Woo-woo! Because when that big box showed up, she goes, what did you order? <laughs> I didn't order anything. It says I love Mike on it, it right here. <laughs> Alaska Mike sent it to me. It's His name is on it. She goes, oh, did he crash his and he got a new one? I go, yep. <laughs> so now it's in my hobby room, and she goes, are you sending this to him? I go, no, nah, he's just going to fight when he comes out. <laughs> There you that's go. awesome. But I think she figured it out. Yeah. She figured out it was mine. So. That's that's awesome. Well, anyway. Well, man, once again, we are out of time, but man, it's been uh it's been fun talking about some of this. Let us know your comments on the Park Flyer Podcast Listeners Group page. Um we are excited to hear your uh your thoughts on both uh Mike's um airplane and mine. And uh, let us know what you'd do different and you know, or if you what you think of it. So, and we'll have to get something with Jay's up there so he can get comments too. Critiqued. Oh, Don't yeah. want to leave you out there. Oh, yeah. Thanks, bud. So. <laughs> well, anything uh, in the near future for you guys? I'm probably going to be at the field again uh, next week, but uh, or at least in the coming days. What about you, Mike? I'm going to continue uh, working on that turbojet. I'm, I'm, I'm determined to get it put together. Now, and it's EDF technically, right? It's not a yep. actual turbine jet. It's no, no, it's, and a, it's two an eighty EDFs. millimeter. Yes, two EDFs runs off. Oh, two EDFs. Okay. Yep. It's it was a lot like the gotcha. HN I made actually. In fact, um, I, since I have two two sets of cells, uh, engine cells, I may go mm-hmm. back to rebuilding my A10 and use those two engine cells, uh, um, and put that together and put the build do another scratch build of an A10. You know, make another A10 ah, there bus. You go. Are you talking Eight about the uh, like little that. area that goes around the motor? Yeah, the, the nacelles, I guess you call them or something. Nacelles, yeah, okay, yep, yeah, nacelles. Okay, yep. just asking. I yep. just wanted to clarify. Yep, yep. Uh, all right, perfect. We'll love to hear about a uh, an A10 build. That'd be kind of cool. Jay, what about you? You're going to go to the field, mow I'm it? I'm going to go to the field, get, get it mowed. I, I just been stuck doing the field around my house. Um, but I want to get that mowed because I, uh, I think the next project I'm going to start is probably my, my gasser. My first gasser. Oh, good. So, oh, yeah, yeah. so moving up, moving up. Uh, Jim's going to help me. It's a plane that Jim owned, so he can help me mm-hmm. put it together and give me some advice. So uh, that's the same to... one that we flew. Yep, and he the... turned the motor yep. off on there. That it is. Okay. All righty. Acromaster, Aero, Acromaster. Acromaster, I think. Aero Aero giant. I think it's the giant Acromaster. The giant Aeromaster. 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 
something like something that. Like anyway, that. Yeah. it's a great planes, I believe, or something. Something massive. Yeah, it's big. Well, we're excited to hear about it. Yeah, excited. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, if we don't have anything else, um, thanks for listening to the Park Fire Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona. And I'm Jay from the hills of Texas. And this is AK Mike in Texas. We uh, hope you have a great week. Let us know what you're doing, and uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com. 